Okay, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of All Room Friends Podcast. We're very happy to have you guys on again. Um, a very special episode. This is a very special week. Uh, I'm only doing one episode um, this time because we got a very, 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 very special guest. Someone that that uh, I look up to, someone that helped me out a lot through high school and someone who's just an amazing person overall. And that's one of my greatest it's teacher friend coach anything mr riddle what's up mr riddle how's it going pretty good alvaro yeah thanks for that uh awesome introduction man i am uh just really thrilled and uh flattered just to hear that from you man it means a lot to me and uh i'm really blessed uh by you as well man yeah you're, uh, you're a good dude and i uh definitely cherish those two years that we had uh what a good run it was you know uh you being here at seaside and my first two years teaching uh definitely learned a lot from you man uh, mm-hmm. as as a uh, you know, as a student, for sure, and uh, being your teacher, it was definitely a, an honor and privilege. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really happy to be here. We're at we're at the uh, we're at we're back at school, back at high school, where mm-hmm. it all kind of started. Um, yeah, you just finished class, right? Um, yeah, you just had a class right now, and lunch was going on. But man, it feels really good to be back. I definitely wanted to have you on the podcast because I know you, you you talk a lot. You have a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, and I'm just a, a lot of <laughs> motivational stuff. A lot of uh, yeah speeches a lot of things that makes your class great and i think that's why a lot of people like it being here so yeah it's really cool to have you dude yeah it's, it's, it's amazing man yeah it's an honor and privilege just to, yeah. to be able to be to be here and uh to to be able to be on here on your yeah. show yeah it's it's, it's it's crazy it's honestly very crazy so mm-hmm. so yeah um first off i think before we start with anything i think there's something really important we we should cover um something that really hit a lot of us especially sports fans um yesterday um by the way we're recording this on monday so yesterday meaning by sunday um the whole thing that happened uh with kobe bryant yesterday uh huge tragedy we 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 lost one of the best basketball players out there and um yeah what do you what do you what do you want to say about that yeah man um you know i think uh everybody in the world um was hit you know, yesterday mm-hmm. um, in the morning when we found out that uh, that he and his daughter, you know, had, uh, you know, passed away, you know, out on that uh, in Calabasas. And uh, yeah, I'd heard about it online. Um, I was on Facebook and I have a, a group chat with uh, my softball team that I play with, a mm-hmm. uh, competitive team. And uh, they just uh, were like, man, Kobe died. And, and uh, I was just, man, when I first saw it, I was just kind of in disbelief, you know, I was yeah. in shock. Um, I think we all were, you know, to to hear the news of, uh, of his passing and also his, uh, his daughter, you know, who, uh, yeah, played ball too. And, and, uh, man, I just, I spent a lot of time. I, I went to, I was in Santa Cruz. So yeah. I was out there, you know, just jamming it up, going to my coffee shop. You know me, I like to study at coffee shops and mm-hmm. get work done there, you know, and, and just find enlightenment in there, just trying to study more. And, and, uh, so when I heard about it, it just, man, it hit me and I was in disbelief and I didn't think, you just you think about you know Kobe Bryant and his his legacy you know of uh of the example you know being an ambassador yeah. for the game of basketball and and so I think that's why it hit us so hard is just his influence really just permeated everywhere you know he was somebody that everybody knew you know and like like you shoot baskets you know kids in my classroom even me you know I say Kobe you know yeah. I mean it's it's a it's an iconic person that that passed yesterday and so the whole world felt that and uh it's it's a great tragedy but it really brought us together though yeah that's you true. know that's what i like to you know bring up is uh 
you know, my buddy uh, Clyde, Clyde McGregor III, he's a guy I played basketball with in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, he called me up, you know, and so that was uh, really enlightening for me, like, to know that my buddy cared enough to call me, and, like, we basically, uh, you know, talked to each other and just kind of gave some comfort, because yeah. we're 90s kids, man, so, like, yeah. this is our guy, you know, yeah. like, every generation has their player that they, you know, idolize and, like, really look up to, and for us 90s kids, like, that was Kobe, yeah. you know, like, I mean... That was somebody that, you know, um, we looked up to and regardless if we like sports or not. I mean, he's a guy that people just knew mm-hmm. and uh, and just knowing that he passed. And like I said, I was in a coffee shop in Santa Cruz and I just rushed out to talk to my buddy Clyde. And, and uh, we just talked to each other, man. He's like, hey, have you, did you hear about, you know, what happened? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I heard, man. And, and it just it just hit me. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I was just really, really shocked to hear about, uh, you know, the way that it went about and uh also, another thing, too, is uh, another coach, uh, the guy that I actually watched, uh, he's John Autobelli. Um, he's a uh, nickname Alto. Um, he mm-hmm. also died, and also his uh, wife and his uh, his daughter, who was 13 and played with uh, Kobe's daughter, yeah. uh, he perished as well. So I just want to say thoughts and prayers go out, you know, to yeah. their families, you know, because they, you know, just hearing that is just, it's a tragedy for me to hear and for all of us to hear, but especially for their families, man. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what like um, Kobe's wife could be thinking about right now, Vanessa, you know, um, yeah. significant others and, and just everybody that's associated with their families. So my thoughts and prayers go out to them. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's true. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was a, it, it was a big, it was a big thing. I mean, I, I woke up, uh, I woke up a little bit after all that happened and I, I, I just, I, I, I mainly learned it off of Tom Brady. Tom Brady posted it on, uh, on Instagram and he was like saying about like, Oh, we already miss you. And I was like, I was like, what? And I just I, I remember they had, they were just barely talking about him on Saturday because um, LeBron passed him in the all time scoring. That's right. And so I was just like, what the heck? And mm-hmm. I immediately got out of my bed and I just ran to the to my living room, turned on the TV, and there it is. Yeah. On, on almost every every single news outlet it was on, and I was like, damn, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I uh, I felt it. I yeah. tell you that the whole day, even today, man, I just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I shared. You know, you know me. I share life lessons in my class, yeah. and that's one of the most the things that I really take pride in the most is trying to set the kids their minds right before we start a lesson or before we take a quiz or test or whatever Mm -hmm. it is we're doing for that day like to open up with a a message of encouragement you know yeah and so I shared obviously Kobe Bryant his legacy you know and asking kids like what legacy are you leaving behind you know and so asking kids about that but um yeah it was just it it hit me yesterday and it it hit me today and it's it's gonna stay there you know yeah and it really uh again I tried to use those life lessons to help bring kids together help them see a bigger picture you know mm-hmm. and we can see the bigger picture in Kobe and not just the w- his amount of points he had right because I know LeBron passed him the other day and it was just great you know le- seeing um, the fact that he passed him the day before he died that's just crazy man that's yeah. like a legendary story in and of itself and we'll be talking about this for years to come you know his mm-hmm. legacy will live on you know but like why why do we learn you know these things is to to see the bigger picture you know yeah. to see a bigger picture and that's like I said what I do with my lessons uh before the lesson itself Mm -hmm. the life lesson is to get kids to see a bigger picture to know that there is a you know something to look forward to to be encouraged by to be lifted up for and that's what the life lessons are for so sharing that today was really powerful Mm -hmm. our kids really felt it i tell you that so was there a lot of kids like that were bringing lakers gear and just upset and stuff yeah you know like the kids especially first period you know they kind of were really quiet didn't really say much and just say ask me how i felt you know, uh, so I knew that they were thinking about it, yeah. you know, so it affected our kids. I know mm-hmm. that for sure. A lot of the males in particular mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of females, too, you know, but it's just in general, just everybody, just everybody yeah. in general, you know, it affected everybody. And, and I have a few kids who ask me, hey, how you feeling, man? You holding up? How you holding up? You know, you doing OK? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm hanging in there, man. It, it was tough. You know, I heard about yesterday and it's tough. And so I try to, like I said, provide that encouraging video. Um, mm-hmm. I showed that video of uh, 
his uh, last game and how uh, Magic Johnson honored him and, and uh, you know, the buses and, and just everybody associated with the Lakers franchise. And yeah. he got the largest standing ovation, you know, sound I've ever heard of. And I played that in front of our kids. And there was a, a tribute video with him and um, just all of his famous shots that he made and also some interviews from other players, you know, mm -hmm. like just short clips saying, hey, thank you for your career and, and uh, what you meant to the game and everything. So guys like Dirk Nowitzki, you know, yeah. you had a uh, – you know, Paul Gasol, you know, and uh, all these legendary players, you know, congratulating him mm -hmm. and Greg Popovich and, uh, you know, um, Phil Jackson, you know, I mean, yeah. all those like iconic people in the Lakers franchise, too. And and it just you felt it, you yeah. know, you felt the magic behind his career. And it's, yeah. it goes beyond just making the shots and being talented. It was more about the way he did it. Right. He never lost uh, the motivation. And so mm -hmm. he always closing down. I mean, I, I read so many articles yesterday because I was in the coffee shop. I was reading People's History of the United States. And this is interesting, too, is when I first. When I was, uh, you know, thinking about and I found about found out this uh, I was because I actually looked up that he beat LeBron, mm -hmm. you know, and, or not that LeBron beat him in the points, you know. Um, and so I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And then I like heard the news like an hour or two later because I look at all these updates like on. A, yeah. On Twitter, you know, and I follow all sports. And so like when I found out, oh, OK, that's cool. LeBron did something, you know, awesome. And uh, the fact that like, yeah, seeing like Kobe, like, you know, being a yeah, being able to like congratulate him on Twitter. That's when I saw that. And then. I found out that he passed and I was like, oh my gosh, Yeah, like this is nuts, dude. Like it was just such, it felt like a turn of events. Like it, yeah. just, it just felt so surreal. You Yesterday was a surreal day. Yeah, you don't believe it. It's just right. like, what? 100%, oh. dude. And so like, I was just like, yeah. man. And I, so I have so much stuff to throw out there, man. You know me, I could chuck yeah, it out there yeah. for days. I say that all the time when um, I was teaching. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> so I, so I got, I, I texted some people, Um, I texted some people earlier to see what they thought. Some, some people that, I mean, like, like, like basketball a lot. Um, Yeah. Obviously, Carlos, who was in the first episode of this podcast. Um, yep, shout out Carlos. Yeah, shout out Carlos. Shout he's out a, Carlos. He's a really, really, really big basketball fan, a really, really big Warriors fan. So I asked him, "What do you? What, what is? What's his take on this? And what does? What does he see?" And he was so this is something that he wrote me. He was telling me, "Oh, it's, it's it was tragic. I couldn't believe it. Kobe was the person I grew up watching. I hated him on the court because he'd always torched the Warriors, but <laughs> his game was pure beauty." Mm -hmm. I didn't believe it at first. Like, Kobe? How? Why Kobe? It took me a while to be able to let it sink in, but it's just unbelievable, which we just kind of mentioned. It was just really unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And so um, another another friend of mine, whose name's Chris, um, mm -hmm. he's a really, really big Lakers fan. He's been following them for a while. He he kind of wrote a bunch, but I'll see what I can, what I can get here. Um, he talked about, um, it's just sad, you know, a global icon like Kobe, who did a lot, for basketball had extended his reach to people outside of basketball and sports in general by his worth ethic and overall competitive personality and his timing and this and, and his timing of this was horrible because like the day before lebron passes him in scoring and kobe mm -hmm. congratulates him on twitter yep yeah it starts with a good weekend but then the next morning you get the message that from he got the message message from a friend that kobe died and he thought it was a rumor but after looking through it online he he saw that it was real and um and he just kind of he was just kind of sitting there thinking it wasn't true just hoping there was like some way it wasn't real like nothing had gone wrong but pretty much everyone confirmed it and uh yeah he, he was well, he also says um what, what does he say so he, he talks about oh he talks about how he was he he was really sad and he started crying because um he watched them and that's how he really got up like started like really liking the Lakers and basketball in general and just started playing basketball because because of him and I do remember last semester he did a presentation about Kobe 
and he did this whole thing about just why Kobe Bryant's great, and he just talked about it in class and stuff. Yeah. And he was a person, incredible husband, father, player, friend, anything in general. And um, and yeah, you he it was kind of unexpected, and you would have, and he, people were already thinking like, what is he gonna do in thirty, forty years? Obviously, we know he was already in coaching and stuff, so he could have mm-hmm. gone pretty far in that. Um, but yeah, just he just says he just says it's really really sad, and he wrote a lot more, but just kind of the same thing, just really sad, and how much he really admired him as a player and as a person. I mean, because he did a lot, yeah. he did a lot as as a yeah. He did a lot when he um when he uh when he was like playing. Once he stopped, he went into like doing uh, different things. He won an Oscar. He he just kind of did pretty much everything. He was a big fan of soccer, baseball, everything. So I mean, even even the soccer players last yesterday were all just sending messages and stuff. And I was like, wow, it wasn't it wasn't a loss for basketball. It wasn't a loss just for, for here for like people in the U.S. But it was just a loss for the world. Like it was just an incredible person that we, that we lost in general. So absolutely, man. No, that's very that well said. You know, yeah, those comments, uh, those all have a meaning to it. And uh, yeah, I mean. It's just crazy to think, you know, again, 41 years old, you know, such such a young age. And, and uh, you know, the fact that, yeah, his influence went beyond basketball, you know, it really did. And, and like you said, you hinted at, uh, talked about, you know, how he had won an award, you yeah. know, for uh, something outside of basketball, you know, Dear Basketball, right? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, movie, you know, the, the short, film. yeah, the animation film. And so, like I said, doing other things outside of the game uh, that really just, you know, go beyond just playing the game itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, coaching, you brought up coaching, you know, great coach to uh, the Mamba team, you know, yeah. the Mamba team. I was looking at the picture of him and uh, and uh, his daughter, you know, and like and uh, watching videos on him, like coaching his daughter and like how he had a passion for that, man. It's just like, man, a life that ended in that way, you know, just so tragic. And the mm-hmm. fact that like he had so much going for him, even outside of basketball, yeah. you know, like your influence keeps going. And so he was always that guy that he was never satisfied. You know what I mean? He always wanted influence in some way, you mm-hmm. know, and if he was off the court, it's, hey, I got to influence kids or people in other ways, you know, and reach out and do those things. And, and like I said, with other sports, too, like he, yeah. he had uh, my favorite player ever was Chipper Jones. Uh, and he met, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant. And mm-hmm. uh, and they talk about, like, you know, life and like being a competitor. And like so there's a lot of things they can relate to, you know. So Kobe wasn't just about the basketball scene. He was about like the whole sports and the whole yeah. world, you know. How can you make the world a better place? And so I think it all brought to light yesterday. Yeah. Uh, how his influence goes beyond just yeah. uh, the the court itself. And so, yeah, really uh, a tragedy, but, um, you know, we can talk about it for so long, man. Mm. Um, I can, we can spend the whole episode probably, yeah. you know, and I love it, you know, I love it, man. Yeah. This is, this is great. But yeah, the fact that we're bringing this up, it's, it's, uh, it still hits me, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I, again, I shed tears yesterday, you know, my eyes were watery mm-hmm. uh, watching. And again, I prepared a video for my kids to see his uh, retirement video, you know, and, and all the, the players that gave tribute to him and, and uh, but I know so many people like you and I, we, we want to give a tribute to him too, yeah. you know, and this is a way to do that is to give a tribute to, uh, to Kobe Bryant for sure. Yeah. And so we want to give him a tribute with this episode and, yeah. uh, because I know that uh, it means a lot to us uh, sports guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it just means uh, a lot to know that uh, we can see the good in someone and how somebody's a tragedy or someone's death can really bring us together, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we're doing right now is we're here together. Um, coming from different backgrounds and just embracing, you know, uh, someone's legacy, you yeah. know? And so it's a great, great picture. And, uh, you know, something we can all ask ourselves is, you know, what kind of legacy are we going to leave behind? Mm-hmm. Because Kobe left one of the greatest legacies ever in, in the whole world. And uh, I really believe that, you know, I don't, I told the kids today, I don't think there's any competitor uh, greater than him on the court. You know, I really didn't think there was anybody that had more fire 
more intensity, you know, more passion, more love for the game, you know, and he proved it by, you know, being in, you know, the Palisades high schools and all the schools that were around LA closing the places down, you know, and like asking for the keys, might as well just give him the key because mm-hmm. he was going to be in there the whole night and lock himself in there until early morning, go get a breakfast and go th- get a few hours of sleep. So he was one of those guys that put in more work than anybody else, got the most out of his talent. Yeah. Uh, and, and so he's somebody that, again, I, I don't think there's any competitor that was greater. You know, you, you can argue about the, the, you know, MJ and other people like yeah. that, but when you think about the fire and the, the intensity and getting the most out of your talent, Again, I don't think there's anybody that's more competitive than a guy like mm. Kobe Bryant, man. Just pushing his team, uh, you know, just saying things that maybe his teammates might not want it to be heard, but he still made it be made known, you know, because he wanted to win that bad. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think there will be anybody like him, and I think his legacy is forever cemented in the way that he did his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So his example is – that's why we're talking about it today. It's because of his example, because yeah. of the way he did it, you know. And that's a great example for us, the way that we do our jobs, the way that I teach, you know, mm-hmm. the way that you be a student, you know, out at CSUMB, you yeah. know, it's like set a good example, you know, mm-hmm. and there will be people around you that see the good in it, you know. And so there's just so much good uh, that comes out of even a, a tragic event uh, yeah. like the, the um, what happened yesterday. And and to, to close out this topic, um, obviously, there's a lot of talk about the the NBA logo being switched. What do you what do you think about that? You think it should be, it should be switched into the to Kobe? Oh, absolutely, man. I don't yeah. think there's any question. You know, I saw a few of the logos uh-huh. uh, yesterday, and uh, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm mm-hmm. gung-ho about the, uh, you know, get that up there because, uh, you know, he is he was the face, you know, of uh, the NBA, yeah. you know. I know we got different shoes, you know, Jordans and stuff like that, and, you know, you got Kobe's. But, yeah, I think his uh, his influence should be, uh, yeah, put on display, you know, is when people look at the NBA logo, they see Kobe Bryant. And I think we should go even beyond that and retire number 24, you know. Uh, I really think so. Uh I know they retired eight and twenty-four for at Lakers, but they should retire one number uh, for the whole. The I think whole all thirty league. franchises, uh, yeah, okay. or thirty-one, however many there is, and uh, or, yeah, thirty-one, other thirty-one. Uh-huh. And I know that Cuban uh, Mark Cuban's doing it for the uh, Dallas Ma- Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah, he he, he uh, retired twenty-four. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do that. So that was awesome. Yeah, shout out to uh, yeah Mark Cuban. That's awesome that uh, they decided to do that. I hope uh, hope that uh, the commissioner can uh, decide to uh, do something like mm-hmm. that because uh, I think that'll bring us all together too. Yeah. And uh, we got to find ways, man, to just bring people together. And again, yeah. like I, s- I keep saying, man, I keep repeating this, but it's worth repeating the fact that sometimes death can bring us together. You know, sometimes loss, tragic moments can bring us all together, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, it uh, really shines a light, you know, yeah. there is a light in the darkness and that's cool. what we saw yesterday. Yeah, and well, even today as we uh, talk here. More. Yeah. So well, may, may Kobe Bryant and everyone who perished yesterday rest in peace. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thoughts and prayers again go out to uh, the families mm-hmm. uh, that were affected and, and uh, just everyone, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's still hard to even think about, you know, yeah. it's crazy just to think about it. It'll affect me for a while. And uh, one thing to shout out to uh, just to make it public, I already made it public with my kids. Uh, I am a L.A. Laker fan now. Um, I, have to, <laughs> I have to chuck that out there, you know, because yeah. I, I really wasn't a fan, you know, of like, uh-huh. you know, a, a basketball team, you know, mm-hmm. and so. Like I said, uh, the fact that Kobe and like what he did is just so powerful, and like the way that I felt yesterday, makes me like lean on that team, you mm-hmm. know, and want to like pull for them. And so I just want to throw that out there that I am officially a <laughs> LA Laker fan. Um, right, I don't yeah. care what anybody thinks. Uh, you know, I know they're doing pretty well right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, again, those those moments can bring you to something special. So yeah. I want to become a fan, and, and I have, have become a fan of the LA Lakers, and uh, I hope that they end up winning a title for Kobe this year, mm-hmm. and uh, just for the LA a whole LA city, man, because what Kobe meant to the city, uh, he, he is just, man, uh, everybody in LA, they, they, they felt it. And I, the whole world too mm-hmm. goes beyond it, but LA has a special, their, their heart, you know, they, they, a heart, a p- part of their heart, you know, was lost you yeah. know, when, uh, when he did pass yesterday. And 
and uh, but yeah, I'm a Laker fan, and I, I take pride in that now. And uh, right, yeah. I think uh, yeah, I'll be starting to watch more games. I know they got a game Tuesday. I was already looking it up. Yeah. You know, I'm already looking at everything, the standings. <laughs> and I was like, okay, they're doing pretty good right now. You know, so I was like, okay, I guess uh, I'm uh, joining at the right time. But it's like uh, you know, it's all in good timing. You know, you know me. I'm a you know mm. I'm a Club America fan for soccer. Uh, I'm a you know a Braves fan for yeah. baseball, and I'm a Raider fan because of Derek Carr. So uh, those are my uh, franchises there. So yeah. I gotta add LA Lakers for NBA, one of the primary sports. That's uh, another team that I uh, will be pulling mm -hmm. for. So cool. Yeah, cool. there we go. Alrighty, so um, we'll just jump right into what we had, what we're talking about. Um, so <coughs> kind of to start from the beginning of <coughs> Mr. Riddle. Um, how did it all start? Started uh what my uh, my junior year. Was it? I think it's sophomore year. Sophomore year. Sophomore, sophomore year. year. Yeah. 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 Sophomore so. year. I, I was my first year teaching. And, yeah. Uh, and that was an eye opener for me, man. Going mm -hmm. to Seaside High, and uh, I remember I got interviewed by, uh, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Newton. I don't know if you know Tom Newton. This was yeah, a while yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. He was the assistant principal. I think when you were first starting up, and uh -huh. uh, also Mr. Moran, and, uh, and those guys uh, just asked me, you know, like, why do you want to teach? You know, mm -hmm. like, what's your motive? You know, and so just kind of wondering who you are. And so I shared those things, and I guess they liked what they heard, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, they, they said, hey, we want to hire you. It was like in 20, yeah. 30 minutes after our interview where they said they wanted to hire me. And I was like, oh, sure, you know, and, uh, I thought about it for a day or two, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good to do it. So I ended up finding a place way out by Big Sur, so I lived out in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lived way out there, man. Where were you before that? Uh, before that, yeah, I lived in Bakersfield. So uh, oh. I was, uh, yeah, born and raised in Bakersfield, so that's kind of a little bit about me. Born and raised in Bakersfield. and. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so until I was 18, I played uh, baseball in high school and then eventually got a scholarship to play uh, baseball out in uh, L.A., actually. Mm -hmm. and so um, I did watch a few Laker games back in the day, but I wasn't a big, huge Laker fan or, or basketball fan at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I again, I hadn't really become a big, huge, huge basketball fan until like, you know, yesterday. But uh, but yeah, so I was L.A. I have an L.A. background too, playing college baseball. Um, mm -hmm. I got a scholarship out of high school. And so I spent four years there from 18 to like 22. So, yeah, uh, yeah going to college, I studied history. Uh, went to Masters University. It's a small little Christian school. So I was there for four years, uh, learned about history, you know, and uh, that was my passion. You know, yeah. I had some really good high school teachers that really showed me the way. And so I kind of realized, man, I want to become a influence like they were. You know, mm -hmm. I want to influence guys like you, you know, and other people, students, you know, and uh, and be an impact in the community, you mm -hmm. know. And so that really because uh, I, I felt the impact that my teachers had on me. So I was like, yeah. oh, I want to do that for other kids, you know. And so I got a future in uh, teaching, and, uh, you know, I, I yeah, have spent the past four years educating people about history and, uh, you know, the past and sharing those things and life lessons through the past and uh, and just various motivational tactics yeah. to help get kids going in the right direction, you know, help give kids structure and direction. And I've been doing that for four years now, and this year I feel really – like I got it all down. I got a structure laid out. You know, I got you know handouts to work on for the first 10, 15 minutes. I got you know current events we watch for not eight to ten minutes, and we got life lesson, um, a video, and a motivational, and talk about you know what this means. And mm -hmm. then we go over a lesson for about 15, 20 minutes. Notes, you know, close notes, and uh, then we do uh, you know a graphic organizer at the end to kind of apply what we learn and yeah. more primary source readings we read as a class together and. I just get a lot of participation now, and so I, I feel like I've developed a lot as a teacher, and, and yeah, that's kind of how it all began, yeah, four years ago, so this yeah. is my fourth year teaching, and uh, definitely enjoying it, man. It's a mm -hmm. passion. You can hear yeah. me talk, you know, it's passion, man, and I coach, too. This is my third year coaching head coach at uh, for the varsity team out here. Varsity and, uh, baseball. Varsity baseball, yeah. and I know you're out there coaching a little bit, too, along the way, um, your junior year, completed uh, mm -hmm. a yeah um and folks on other stuff so yeah i definitely had a, a really good have had a good time here uh, at seaside it's a a really uh i've been a great 
uh, job teaching out here, mm -hmm. you know, and coaching as well. And uh, I'm a teacher first, coach second, and uh, but I do love both of those jobs. Like I really do enjoy mm -hmm. it. And uh, it's the relationships, you know, like relationship I have with you, man. I yeah. cherish that probably more than a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I try not to pick favorites, but uh, you're definitely up there, man. Uh, number I one, out there. number yeah, one, number one. There you go, number there you one. Go. Just like Club America soccer. Come from uh, there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Here we go. Here we go. You know, but uh, having some fun with it, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Four years. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember. Um, I had a I had a really shitty uh, AP World History class. I really just didn't like being there. Um, it was just kind of like, um, yeah, it was just it was just it was just not not my favorite thing to do. But um, yeah, I remember switching uh, second semester. I remember switching into just a, a normal normal class, and that's where that's where I had you. And um, at first it was kind of weird. I mean, I just didn't really I, I knew people there, but it was just kind of like really really eh. yeah. But it was it wasn't really till junior year where I was like where yeah. I really started talking to you more and, and it wasn't just about school anymore. It was about like sports and stuff and right. just life in general. And that's when we went all out about everything. I mean, junior year was kind of the year where we just talked and then it eventually I had, I had a class with you and then the next class after that, I was kind of like your TA. Remember? Yeah, like I was just, that's right. I was just there like helping you out and stuff. And yeah, I think that's where we created a really cool friendship. Cause yeah. I mean, that's where we, yeah, that's how we met. And then that's how we started like hanging out and talking more and just, about anything yeah. in general, just about anything. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we talked life, you know, in the office too. Like yeah. I had an office, that room with an office, and yeah, we would just talk about so many things. You know, like I said, we talked sports. Mm -hmm. um, you would share Club America, you know, stuff, and that's kind of yeah. when I first started hearing mm -hmm. about, you know, the Mexican Soccer League, and yeah. so like that's what kind of got me into it. I know you got me the banner and, uh, you know, your two <laughs> favorite teacher, whatever from yeah. uh, from a you know favorite student, and I was like, you know, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I have to become a fan now. You yeah. Know? So like I've been keeping track of him. I follow their coach what he says and uh you know i follow the mm -hmm. team you know it's it's tough man i know it's hard you know the past <laughs> yeah, a few weeks you know the pks man i was yeah. watching that live stream and i was like dang man like we couldn't just, just buy one mm -hmm. and so it was tough man um to kind of watch us end it that way yeah. we had so many missed opportunities you know there's a lot to talk about there i'm sure you know i know we got other topics to cover but uh but yeah i know i watched that last yeah, game i, I and, knew uh, um, it was tough you know Monterey. yeah i we, we talked about it with with anthony in in this podcast when i interviewed him how we um so it was we, we would basically sit together and then we'd always be um I kind of brought up I kind of brought up the whole um Club America thing to you and you were just kind of like you were interested in it and then Anthony was getting mad because obviously the Chivas fans so he would be like oh man like yeah. these guys are going for the wrong team and then we'd we'd always go back and forth and stuff and then um but yeah we would we would troll a lot uh, we would troll around with him a lot and then oh yeah I mean. It's kind of it is what it is. We we know who the best team is. So oh yeah, yeah, it's us, man. We got the titles. You <laughs> yeah, know, to prove it. You know, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, we got to bounce then, back this next. And then league. and then uh, what was it? Last December when we won the league, I remember we just I oh, just yeah. came in like oh, we were excited. Happy. Oh, oh man, yeah. it was it was, it was a awesome. good time. Oh yeah. yeah, it was great. I follow him on Twitter, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Facebook, and uh, just seeing the highlights, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, ready for this upcoming season. Yeah, we got to get this league. Yeah, yeah. So so far this season has been all right. It's not really much I can say for the season. Um, we've played two games. Um, they've both been really boring. Not gonna lie. Yeah. They've both been really boring, especially because um, we we don't have a lot of our players. There's some players um that are currently in their national team. They're just like playing like uh, tournaments yeah. and stuff, and they won't be back till next month. But mm -hmm. yeah, I guess but, it's um, so boring that yeah. Uh, yeah that I didn't even hit see it on Twitter. You know, yeah, I didn't see anything. Sass, um, I, mean, I know it's been a lot of uh, the past. Uh, you know, we got the Kobe situation yeah. and other key. Uh, sporting events you know from a baseball mm -hmm. set with the astros so i probably haven't seen any updates on the yeah uh, the um, america as much you know with our the first game our, the, our first game of the season we we won it um we won it 
one one zero, but it was just it was it was really boring. It was one of those like games where you're like, oh man. And then Friday Friday we played again against Tijuana, and man, that game was really boring too, man. Yeah. I I, I actually felt like first time ever I actually just like fell asleep watching them because it was just <laughs> so boring. Yeah. It wasn't like anything exciting off of it, and. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of a really boring game, back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, man, this is really boring. Like, yeah. they're not doing anything to each other. And our players don't even look motivated to go out and, and win the game. So when we could have, we could have won the game, but it was just kind of like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, um, um, it's, uh, you know, one of those things, you know. Yeah. I, I Yeah, when I was seeing it, you know, I was like, man, this is, uh, yeah, I can't, you know, sit there and think about, uh, you know, with with the league, you know, like I said, losing the last uh, mm-hmm. the game, you know, like Monterey, right? Yeah, it was Monterey. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I felt that, man. I really did, and I remember I, we texted each other, right? I think we did at the end, and it was like, yeah, dude, this like sucks, that. man. This, I was this I was sucks. really bummed out. Yeah, I remember yeah. just going. Yeah, I watching remember the thinking, I just sat down and I was like, oh man. Yeah, we should have got it done in the ninety minutes, man. But mm-hmm. you know, it was too bad that uh, you know, yeah, we we, we were able to. Up. I mean, the for the whole first half, we we had them. Mm-hmm. They they were done. They played horrible the first half. People were so surprised. It was probably the worst, the worst first half they had played the whole season. So it was like, wow, this is our chance. We could have stunned them. Three goals, yeah. Yeah. could have ended it. So many missed opportunities. But they came after we we tied the game. But they came back. They 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 uh, they went into halftime, and they came back the better team. And they just stunned us. And we were just like, damn. Yeah, just gotta tip uh, your cap and uh, yeah, get the next season. Yeah, crazy though how the season goes by that quick, man. Like yeah, they were in the next one. It's like it's I was kind of shocked. Like they yeah, they, two games. they literally had. Um, two weeks off um they had they had about no they had three weeks off because the first the first like actual week that the season started we had a bye so we just didn't play that week so it was three weeks off um two weeks off for them and then um the third week that the third week was like their preseason week so it was they only they only did preseason for one week and then the other two weeks was just like time off Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was. It was. It was even like two two whole weeks. It was like probably like ten days in, in total, eleven yeah. days. So they just went back to work immediately. Yeah. Right after the final, you got like a week and a half. Bam, you're back. You're back into preseason, yeah. and then you got to play the next week. So back it's like, at it. yeah, that's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I was shocked because I I didn't see any like Twitter posts. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's usually where I look or or Facebook yeah. posts. You know, to kind of say, oh, they got a game today or this. Yeah. And that. So I haven't seen much of that. You know, <laughs> the past week or two, and uh, yeah. like I said, looking for other sporting information. But yeah, it was kind of. Like wow, mm-hmm. okay, the season's already started, so hopefully we can get this league title. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. Into. Um, they're they're definitely really hungry. This yeah. season we got the league, and then we also got the Champions League, which is a tournament with uh, American teams, uh, like teams from El Salvador, Guatemala. You know, we're playing teams around here, and it's a huge tournament. So we 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 look favorites to win it, especially because a lot of the teams are really weak compared to us. But you never know; anyone can surprise us. But Mm-hmm. But yeah, we 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 look we look favorites too in it. So hopefully we can we do well and uh, and win. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that's that's it. That's Club America. Club America that's soccer. Club America. Yeah. Some, uh, and then and then uh, we got the flag right up here. Yes, it's really dope. Yeah, very glorious, man. You get some <laughs> negative vibes here and there from some kids. You know, yeah. like, oh, are you kidding me? You know, like go Chivas. Do, or do they do they make fun whatever. of you when you lose? Like when the team loses? Yeah, yeah. They come they'll here? chuck it out there. You know, like how about them? And uh, I have to just you know soak it in. You know, it's like yeah, I guess so. You know, it's uh but hey, how many titles we got? You know, try, yeah. to, try to have a comeback. You know, with, with mm-hmm. them. But but yeah, I play along with it. You know, they get me on the Raiders too because I got my Raiders banner. Oh yeah, and you I got, got the my Raiders Braves banner Raiders. too. They lost both teams lost and uh, Braves made playoffs, but yeah, Raiders did. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> hopefully they're up and coming. You know, and find a way to get the most out of their uh, defense. You know, yeah. they need to improve that. And uh, you know, yeah, there's a lot, 
to dive into there. And then now I'm Lakers though. So yeah. I got my, I got my primary sports down, you know, yeah, yeah. you got to get everything now. MLB. I got to find MLS though. I got to find MLS. You know, I mean, you if, you want, if you're looking for an MLS, here it is. LAFC. Club. Yeah, yeah. LAFC. They're yeah. the, it's an LA team. Um, yeah. There you go. LA sports, good. you know, yeah, LA good. sports and now good. Yeah. Lakers might have to jump on LAFC. that one or, uh, you know, galaxy. We'll see. Uh, galaxy now. No galaxy. No galaxy. <laughs> no galaxy. No galaxy. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's we don't. We don't mess with galaxy. It's only LAFC. Yeah. I like that logo though, man. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Epic. Well, that's another team too. Another sports team is uh, the Knights of uh, Vegas. Vegas. Oh Knights yeah, for yeah. Hockey. That's another team I like. I didn't yeah. that up. That's another team I. Uh, I mean, mostly just because yeah. of the logo. I'm not the huge hockey guy, <laughs> but uh, I do like the logo and yeah, I like I, the uh, the Knights. I think that's a sport Vegas. I don't really watch. Hockey, yeah. hockey, yeah, yeah. It's it's just guys yeah. beat each other up. I, I don't, know, I don't really get it. Ice, it's yeah. kind, it's kind of like soccer, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's just with pucks and uh, yeah. sticks and it's it's yeah. that um, golf, golf too. I don't, I don't really get golf. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then is it uh, like tennis? I don't really, I don't really watch tennis either. So, yeah, yeah, tennis. You know, I mean, you got Pete Sampras and some of those guys mm-hmm. are legends. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't not really too much into it. that. That's kind of individual sports. I'm mm-hmm. a team guy, you know. Um, so, but yeah, I I thought I'd throw out there a couple of other teams. But yeah, I got to find it MLS. So maybe maybe LA, LA, LAFC. Uh, yeah, LAFC. They, they're yeah. they're one of the strongest teams in the league I'll right have now. To look them up. Yeah, season starts in March, but yeah. these guys are strong. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. But I know CA. That's that's with us, man. Yeah, that's Club uh, America. That's and that's, yep. that's 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 what it is. That's what it's about. Yep, that's where it's at, man. You got the, the name of there, the game. So. Yeah. Yep. Awesome, man. Love decorations in the the classroom, man. Yeah, you get so kids. Uh, you we'll know, see. You got see. a lot around here. Got a lot of cool posters, man. You know, some uh, yeah, yeah, nice uh, you know, peace signs yeah. and all the other stuff that kind of emulates how I am. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of emblemizes uh, my own persona. Yeah, it kind of shows what you are. And then you got all these pictures here. Oh yeah, I got yeah, you got all the pictures. Yeah, I got. I'm pretty sure you're up there. Yeah, I'm right the there. I'm right there on the big uh, one. Ladies, yeah. The big old picture that I printed out for you. That's right. Yeah, we got uh, yep, all those guys. Yep, Carlos mm-hmm. and everybody. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, that's uh, it's dope, nice, man. Yeah, it's uh, the teaching job, man. It's uh, mm-hmm. you get to do your thing, and uh, I've been I've been enjoying doing my thing yeah. for, for uh, four years, and every year I feel like I've gotten better. Yeah. You know? So that's nice to know, like, hey, I progressed as a teacher. I found different structures to build on, you know, from mm-hmm. year one to year two to year three to year four, because year one's the worst. You know, that's where kids yeah. are just all over the place and going nuts. Second year was pretty good. Third year got better. This year, man, it's just man, I feel like really good. And and back to that, back to that thing about um about you and uh when mm-hmm. your first year was it was that like a substitute spot or were you just you were already permanently the teacher? Because I remember before that there was like a lot of different teachers that were taking that class, right? Right. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of structure in the class. So I kind of mm-hmm. came in and had to, you know, kind of do my own thing and, and kind of, you know, clean house in my own way, you know. You yeah. Know me, I'm not a, a guy that, uh, you know, is a dictator. But, yeah, I kind of had to set the kids straight. And mm-hmm. uh, that was the one time where I've had to kick maybe one or two kids out uh, was my yeah. first year teaching. And, and so it was, a, it was a tough, tough job because uh, – yeah, I mean, if there's no structure in the class the first couple months or so, and you're coming in, you know, you kind of have to fight for that culture. You yeah, know? I mean, you always have to fight for culture, anyways, whether you're a teacher, a coach, or mm-hmm. somebody in charge of a business. It's, it's, it's the same thing, like um, yeah, like uh, a lot of coaches when when they fire a coach midseason and they bring somebody new, and it's kind of like the new cult culture, new play style, new ideas. Some mm-hmm. people will like it, some people are not going to like it and disagree with you, but. Right. You gotta, they just got to go with it at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what I had to do my first year. But I remember my first class, uh, first period, you know, they were a class that really uh, hit me because I realized, man, like, I actually reached them, you know. And it's tough yeah. to reach. It's tough to be a teacher, again, when you come in the middle of the year. You know, or I came in, like, the first after the first month because, mm-hmm. like I said, there was a bunch of teachers 
again, no structure. The previous teacher actually had died. Uh, really? Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tarantino. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was, that, was, thought, that was the guy that I, I had thought. I, I thought the guy before, I thought the guy that was working there before you went in, the, like the sub. Yeah, there was a sub before yeah, him, too. Yeah, I thought, I thought you talked about him. I was like, what? Some wacky dude. I can't remember his name, but uh, he was he was <laughs> uh, taking over, and, and just the class was a mess. And oh, so, yeah. So I had to take over for a mess, and that was when you, when I first had you, you know, mm-hmm. my first year. So that was tough to kind of build that culture, but then the second year I kind of picked it up yeah. and uh, was able to but, but, make something. But it was cool. I think it was cool. The, the first, the, that first year, Yeah, it, it, it was a nice class because obviously I, I hated my AP history class because there was just too much and it was just a ton of work for me. I, honestly, I just didn't like the class in general, but but I think being in there was much more chill and it was like, the vibe was much better. It was much, it, totally. it was more a positive vibe. And yeah, um, I was no like, judgment, oh man, it you know? feels, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good to be in a class like that. And then obviously junior year when I had your class, it was like, we had everybody there that I knew, like mm-hmm. friends like Rafa and stuff and all those guys, yeah. we had them all in there. So it was kind of like, I knew them all and I was able to work with them and we were all just, just have a good time. Yeah. It was a very chill class, man. Mm-hmm. A very chill class. It had some personalities and you know, you get the most out of the personalities of the kids yeah. and, and you go by how they go. They go by how I go. And, you know, you set the culture for your, yeah. for your environment. You know? And one of the things I also saw that um, there was a lot of kids who don't do shit like in other classes. They just don't listen and stuff. But in your class, they were actually willing to do the work. They're actually willing to do things. And like they even liked being there at certain points. Like I would see they were like, man, like Riddle, thanks for this, thanks for that. Like I was like, wow, like you've really done an impact on them, which is really dope that you've actually been like touched them and they've actually like. They they like your class. They like being in your class compared to like other classes. And right. it was it was crazy. Totally, yeah. yeah. You know, some kids feel you know like they're in a hostile environment or like they have to conform to you know certain mm-hmm. standards or or that they feel like they're getting judged by the teacher. You know, or called out and everything. And and so you know how it's always been, Alvaro. Mm-hmm. It's been no judgment. You know, I'm always positive vibes. You know, with anybody, even if they may uh, say something negative, you know, and I get hardly any negative. That's one thing I can take pride in. Yeah. No negative vibes. I mean, like none of the kids spread negative vibes. Like, oh, why do we got to do this? Or this sucks. Or, you know, F this, F that. Oh, they've never got like ma- like mad at you, like no. called you out or something? No. Like maybe like my very first year teaching just because mm-hmm. like I was just starting up and the kids yeah. are reflect on how the other previous teacher would be. So yeah. that, but other than that, like, no, I don't get kids like just out loud say, man, this sucks. Or I hate this. This is stupid. Or I don't get that. And so mm-hmm. that's like one thing that like, again, like how you go, they go. So if you're going to be, if me as a teacher, if I'm going to be all, if I call kids out and stuff like that, then the kids are going to call you out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. a really true statement. Same thing with coach. If you're a coach, you're going to call kids out. The kids are going to do that. Oh, this sucks. Or, I hate this. And that's a lesson for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. As, if we're leaders, as we're leaders, as we become leaders in the, in the future for this, as this generation representing, we need to understand that the way that we're going to, our style is going to be, the kids are going to respond to that with the way that you are. So they're going to yeah. really take on your personality. Yeah. You know, and that's what happened in my my classes and still has happened. And I still can testify to that when people come and see me, they know that my class is chill because I'm mm-hmm. chill, you know. And so, like I said, they get work done. Uh, kids aren't going nuts and, you know, freaking out, chucking stuff out there, you know, quite literally. That that doesn't happen. You know, in other classes that does because the teacher expresses anxiety or negativity and then the kids react to that, mm-hmm. you know. So you go how they go. They go how you go. And so that's something that I took pride in, you know. I take pride in my work so kids do their work. You know, like I, I, I'm preaching every day. I'm delivering positive energy. So they're going to deliver positive energy, yeah. you know? So you're, they are a reflection of you. You know, you're the people you lead every day, like a soccer team, a, a baseball team, um, a classroom that you teach, whatever it may be, or ROTC, if you're leading somebody, the way that you lead 
like they're going to respond to it. They're going to become how you are. Yeah. So if you're a chill guy, like I'm a chill teacher, the kids are going to be chill. You know, they're going to be relaxed. They're going to lay back and they're not going to call you out and, and try to single you out and do negative stuff because you don't do that to them. Yeah. You know what I mean, so that's something that I have learned from is like, you can make an impact by the way that you set an example. You mm-hmm. set a good example. They're going to set a good example. And that's what I took pride in when I, after my first year, I stayed the course after that first year. Yeah. And it's been three years of just great times. And first, first year was good too. I had some great times too with the kids. I have some great relationships, you know, with uh, kids that still stay in touch with me Mm -hmm. that, uh, that I really appreciate. But yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a leadership lesson, man. Like they take on your personality. The kids are going to take on your personality. The people that you are called to lead, they're going to take on your personality and you're going to see that they become more like you. So you have to set a good example every day. You got to bring it every day. Uh, you know, and show that energy, and they'll respond with energy. Yeah, so. that's that's true. Cause I remember um, last year when I was also leading the line, it was kind of like that. Where if you if you kind of responded in one way, they were gonna do the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that really fucked me up a lot when I when I, my first time leading. Mm-hmm. But I, once I once I um, came back, it was kind of like I knew I knew what I had to do, and it was kind of like okay, this is what's gonna happen, and we're gonna move with this and. And you just kind of, kind of got to, you got to go with it. You can't really have people kind of like tell you, no, I don't want to do it or stuff. You just got to move on. Eventually people that didn't like it, then there's no space for them. And it's just kind of like that. And it's really taught a lot. I mean, you've, you've been somebody who's, who's taught me a lot about, about that. And that's something I really wanted to talk to you, talk about in this podcast a lot was because of what happened last year. If you remember the, mm-hmm. or it was a point where, where how where I was just kind of like, um, going up to you and asking questions and and yeah. kind of like wanting to learn l- know a little bit more right and it was it was two situations that were going on if you remember yeah i remember with, with, yeah. with stuff and um it, it was crazy i was a bit confused but it was like one thing that i what one thing that really like even to this day i i, I take a lot in, in my head and i always know about it is one thing that you said very well and that was that was what when you the time you told me that the good will always win I think that's something that's really resembled yeah. because it was something that was really true. Maybe at that time I didn't believe it yeah. because it was kind of like, uh, I don't really believe it because of all the things that are going on, but it was something that was true. Yeah. So I really thank you for that. Cause I mean, yeah. those words were like really positive and yeah. I mean, absolutely. It really helped me out. Cause I ended up uh, just kind of thinking, well, I mean, I could work hard. I could do what I got to do and I can be a better person and we'll see what, what, where, where, where it takes me. So absolutely. Well, I mean, I remember that. what do you, um, how do you get that or how do you what's yeah. the best way to project that to different students because i know a lot of students come in this class kind of mm-hmm. that's something that they like i mean that's something that i like the motivation that you give them from the life lesson videos that you've showed from any just anything in general that you've said about motivating your students how how do you how, what's the best way to get like connect to them like that yeah, yeah. I mean, I try to, you know, relate to kids, you know, um, because I'm a generation, I think, uh, um, uh, you know, I'm a generation Y. And so Generation Z is who I'm reaching out to, you know. So I try my best to learn about that generation, you know, so to learn about you guys, like what makes or just learn your students. Mm-hmm. You know, that's basically what I'm trying to say is you have to know your kids and, uh, you know, what makes them tick, what doesn't make them tick. And uh, let them know that, like, you know, you're showing yourself every day, like as a teacher. I'm revealing myself and my personality the way that I am every day. Yeah. So when they see me, the chill vibes, the relaxed atmosphere, like that's how I go about my life. You know, uh-huh. that's how I am around my buddies. You know, I'm chill. I'm not going to sit there and yell and scream because that's just not how I am, you know. And so the biggest thing is uh, you have to 
show them yourself. Yeah. Reveal yourself to your kids. You know, show them who you are. In other words, be vulnerable, you know, and different ways of expressing vulnerability are different. You know, like we all have different ways of doing it, but I still show myself who I am mm-hmm. and be open about that. You know, like let them know where I come from, what I do and share that passion, that love, you know. So just give them a message. You know, that's basically what I'm saying is give them a message that it lifts them up, you yeah. know, and in a way like people that they can relate to, you know, so like kids can relate to Eric Thomas, man. I know that you know, um, having a vision, you know, having a process for that vision. Those are things that I taught you and Mm -hmm. taught many kids over the years. And, uh, you know, those things I think kids, today's kids can see the good in, you know, like of, uh, lifting you up, you know, rap music in the background or whatever music's in the background, you know, those Mm -hmm. are things that kids can vibe to and jam to, you know? And, uh, so I think that you have to like, again, know your kids, you know, know how they roll, you know, what makes them go and show various examples that they can relate to, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, athletes, you know, today, again, showing Kobe, you know, a lot of kids can relate to that, you know, not just 90s kids like me, you know, and my buddy Clyde and, and other people from my generation, but like everybody, you know, can see the good and like, I like Kobe. So like people, people who really uh, have an example that goes beyond just what they do, you know, mm-hmm. it's the way they do things, the, the example that they set. So I try to find videos that are about them, you know, that are about them and, and, uh, and try to get kids to see those good examples that uh, are in different professions and get them exposed to different ways of life, you know, different yeah. cultures, you know, appeal to the culture and uh, just show these inspirational figures. You know, I've shown various uh, uh, diverse, you know, speakers, you know, because I want to express that, like, emphasis on diverse uh, speakers and diverse culture, you know, because that's really what sets the tone for your class. You know what I mean? Like, you want to show them a message Mm -hmm. that people can relate to. Not every day does kids relate. You know, some kids may not certain days. You know, every other day might be different, you know, like different speakers. They might, oh, I relate to this guy or or this girl, or no, I don't. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just setting that structure out, you know, and let them know that, like, hey, this is who I am. Like, I'm a motivational guy. Like, that's that's the type of guy that I am, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a preacher type. So I'm going to let that out just about every day, you know, unless we're doing tests or review days or whatever, but a lot of the days I'll be preaching it. So show them what, who you are, but also show them examples that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really how I try to, you know, reach out to today's kids. And mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm always happy to answer like, you know, how to reach out uh, to today's kids, but just, just providing us a, a consistent structure uh, to things that really, things that you like, you know, as a teacher yeah. and they can see the good. And that, okay. That's how Riddle goes. He's a preacher. He's going to just chuck it out there. You know, he's not going to, you know, Hey, create a board game or do other things that are just kind of, that's just not really my jam as much, you know, yeah. maybe I'll do that every once in a while or some other time, but like, you know, doing other stuff like that is, uh, that's just not my style. You mm-hmm. know? That's other people's style and that's okay. You know, if they want to do board games and stuff and, and do all that, that's fine. But I'm going to, I'm a preacher, you know what I mean? I'm going to preach mm-hmm. it. And that's, what I'm doing right now here in yeah. the podcast, man, I'm preaching it. You know, I got my hands up in the air and yeah. I'm, I'm getting it going, but that's who I am. So show yeah. them who you are, but also like give them, uh, people they can relate to, you know, yeah. and show that in their lessons and they'll pr- be more appreciative, you know, that mm-hmm. you're reaching out in that way. Yeah, that's cool. I, 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 I do remember a lot of that stuff. Um, with the life lesson videos and stuff about like, it was mainly a lot of like athletes and workouts and stuff, just talking about how, about them. And then you would kind of like talk about that with us and then, we'd have to kind of reflect on how that connects to us, which yeah. is, well, yeah, the, the, that's probably the biggest thing. That's probably the biggest thing for me. Something I really, really, really dearly take is that one thing you've told me about the good will always win. And, Absolutely, um, man. No, that was, I remember that very yeah. vividly. We were in my office, you mm-hmm. know, how all things work out for good. Yeah. You know, I was, there's always a reason. I remember just being bummed out. It was uh, yeah. about some stuff and, and I came to you and we just talked about it and it was yeah. just like the good will always win. Right, good and it was win in the end. It was know? something that I at first I was like, I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know how to see it. it yeah. yeah, but 
once I really like thought about it and th- like thoroughly like at home and stuff, I was like, you know, this is something that that's true. All yeah. I gotta do is just keep working on myself. Right. And I'm and that's something I carry a lot now because it's kinda like I, I basically just just do anything, work for anything. I mean this this here, just the podcast itself is an idea that I had just last month. Just something that I wanted to do last month and I was like, Hey, I wanna start doing this and I kinda didn't really listen to anything or anyone whether it was like good or bad, I was just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I went out, got my stuff, and I've already started, and we've we've gone pretty well. We've done yeah. pretty well in these last episodes. So Absolutely, man. It's just something, um, I, I don't know, I don't remember how, how you said it one time, but it was kind of like follow like your vision or something like that that you said yeah. at one time. Yeah. Like um, That's it. Your you goal, know. your vision, something like that. Just follow yeah. it. Yeah. And um, it's, something, it's, it's something that they that they do say about about like, it's something that they th- that they think about us, but um, everyone has a different vision. At the end of the day, it's yeah. kind of like my my vision is obviously uh, obviously coaching and doing that stuff, and um, and and um, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, my vision my vision is like um, coaching and 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 kind of spreading that whole idea, the whole philosophy of soccer, and teaching people. How to be better uh, better players than anyone out here is, yeah. and then um, and then really just kind of going off this podcast and just kind of doing what I can with this, and and then obviously also pursuing my career, which is just film, mm-hmm. making videos, um, just doing that, and then I mean yours is kind of like teaching, yeah. te- teaching history, teaching all that stuff, but also t- help trying to motivate people because. Nowadays, a lot of these students here, especially in high school, something that I saw myself was like they, they always go, they go through a lot of tough times and stuff. Um, they had a lot of things in their head. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, last year, just last last year was pro- probably one of the funniest years I had, but still there was a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. College, school, work, um, getting all of my stuff together, being able to like manage everything. And then one of the biggest things that, that I had worked on that took a big toll on me was the drum line. And then I and then I ended up just kind of working on it little by little, and eventually I just took over the what I could, and, and yeah, it, it's it's helped a lot. And just having you around was much more helpful because it was somebody I could count on and somebody I could just go to. And I mean, I still do even to this day, and just kind of like, hey, I have a question on this, I have a question on that, and just bam, 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 just it was it was kind of learning from somebody who's kind of gone through everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's something really cool. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, yeah, man, I just, there's a lot there to unpack and, you know, the, just again, being in that office, man, like, you know, we did that quite a few times Yeah, and I've done that on occasions with, with other kids, you know, um, but that's some of the most like profound parts of my job Mm -hmm. is to, uh, listen to other people's issues they might have, you know, and you brought up those issues and, and, you know, uh, I know it's personal stuff, right? We all have personal baggage negative yeah. things like i've dealt with kids man like i have kids you know um i deal with various you know needs right because that's what yeah. your job as a teacher you're not just a you know just preaching information but you're also here to listen to kids you mm-hmm. know to be kind of like a, a psychologist you know mm-hmm. to be kind of there's just so many professions within the teaching profession but yeah. i did take pr- a lot of pride in like, hearing you out you know and like and giving you those messages that lift you up rather than saying all oh, that sucks you know mm-hmm. and just kind of saying hope it goes well you know no trying to give them a message that 
they can take and go home with and think about, which is thinking about why this might work out for good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. it. You're yeah. It's, it's coming to you now, you know, like how all these things are going to work out for a good plan. Right. Mm-hmm. There's always that plan that we can trust and that'll lead to better things. Even mm-hmm. if it is a bad thing going on right now, it's going to build you up and lead you to do something better. Yeah. And we talked about that. And again, you brought those things up and it was a shock to me that people treated you that way and that, that you were going through the things that you were going through. And it was mm-hmm. a lot of personal stuff, family issues, uh, friend issues too. Um, and I've dealt with this, uh, with you and then with many other kids, but it was yeah. my, it was my pride and joy though. Seriously. It really was mm-hmm. to hear them out because I really want to hear that. Sometimes I kind of come across as kind of just doing my own thing, just chilling and everything. But I love when kids come to me to ask me these things and they have, I, I've, I have a girl, uh, who was pregnant you know, um, who was going to have a kid and, uh, and she needed some help, you know, she needed a place to stay. And that's another thing too. You got 40 kids hanging out during the lunchtime, you know, and that was, that was something I took a lot of pride in the fact that a lot of kids found my room to be a safe space, mm-hmm. you know, during the rallies too. Yeah. You know, it wasn't supposed to, but that's what I cared about a lot was making people feel safe and feel chill, feel comfortable, feel right at home yeah. where you can share those things yeah. because you were willing to share all that. And I was like, wow. And then that uh, pregnant girl was able to share these things. I was like, wow, like that is like super, like, you know, I can't believe that they brought this up to me you know, mm-hmm. because they feel that trust. They know that trust is there. They know that he cares enough to hear mm-hmm. me out. You know, he's not just here to just preach and that's it. You know, yeah. he can, he'll hear you out on anything and there'd be no negative thoughts about it. Like, oh, why'd you do that? Or, oh, you know, why'd you, you know, bang this guy or whatever? Like, there's no, there's no, there's no judgment. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no negative vibes. And so that's what I think the kids are drawn to the good. Mm-hmm. Why they share those things is because they feel okay. Like, he's not going to think negative when I share yeah. this. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's very, very true, actually, because I do know a lot of people who don't feel really comfortable especially here when I was in high school, they, they didn't feel really comfortable like being in other with other teachers and stuff. And like, yeah, they, it was, it rarely happened where they would kind of go out there and, and talk to another teacher and even go like talk personal stuff with them or like talk about their problems in life and stuff other than school. And then with you, I mean, a lot of people do, a lot of people feel really comfortable being here. Um, I remember, I remember during like during lunch when we'd come over here and, uh, and watch the soccer games and stuff, there'd always be people here, They'd always be like eating, talking, having a good time because they just knew it was a good, it was just a really cool vibe being in the class and just being in there and For just sure. having a good time. And then when I, when I went in, when, when I started t- talking to you about like what was going on with the whole music thing and then some other stuff, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, um, we had all those things going on, but it was, it was, it was really cool though. Like it was just like a really good thing. Like you mm-hmm. have somebody to trust and it's not like, some people there's some people that obviously can't some people don't really talk about these things with like their parents or friends or siblings or other family members but they kind of trust somebody like a teacher more and that's something that not a lot of teachers can do they can't really talk to them because then they might feel that but you can just go out there and kind of some way kind of motivate them or give them some words of advice that will help them out Mm -hmm. which which is really cool um I know you're a testament to that. Yeah, because you know? like we had a lot of conversations. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was it was especially. back and forth. It was like problems mm-hmm. that I had, problems you I had. Yeah. We just we yeah. just kind of went back and forth and just, just so such openness, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, what I've always embraced because, like, you're a good testament to that. Like, mm-hmm. you really are, you know. And the fact that yeah, Alvaro, I mean, you're just one of those kids that you know. I know that I can just let all that stuff out there yeah. to you too, <laughs> you know, because I feel comfortable around uh-huh. you, you know. And so it's like that's a great vibe. And like, we can just share these things at lunch, you know, down the road. And yeah. again, with this, this little podcast we're doing here, it's like, this is stuff that honestly, like I've just hearing you talk, like I was thinking like, man, this is a gift. 
this is a gift to be able mm-hmm. to do with a former student. You know, yeah. this is like, this validates my teaching career. This makes me feel um, so blessed that I get to do this with someone else. It's not, oh, I have to do this with a former student. It's I get to do mm-hmm. this with a former student. Like this is, it's not an oper- it's not an obligation. It's an opportunity mm-hmm. to express my voice, for you to express your voice and to let it be made known. And we did that all the time. Like we yeah. weren't just, oh, we have to do this. So we have to talk about bad stuff. We get to do this to help each other out. Mm-hmm. We get to, it's not, oh, I have to, it's I get to, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to do in life is find something that you get to do. Don't find something that you have to do. You know, that's a motivation right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I get to teach kids. I get to preach it. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, that's trash. Or I didn't relate to that. Or, I don't care. It's fine. There's, I know there's a lot of kids that do see the good in it. Like I know you're yeah. one of them and there's quite a few, like I said, they give me pictures and there's notes. Hey, thank you for all the life lessons and all those things. And that makes me feel good about my job. Mm-hmm. But this right here, man, this, this podcast mm-hmm. here, man, this is golden. You yeah. know, just hearing you delivering all this <laughs> stuff, man, it's, it's just a, it's a powerful thing. And, yeah. and uh, I can just can't say enough good about it. You know, you know me, I'm Mr. Positive, but it's like, I'm reflecting on all these times that we've had, you know, and again, mm-hmm. in the office and then with all the 40, 50 people that were in the, in the, in the room, just going nuts. I mean, you had all those guys, we had some kids go crazy, you know, and chuck stuff and, you know, have fun. But it was during lunch, you know, we were all having fun. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, I love that environment where people can be themselves, you know? Uh-huh. And that's what I take pride on as a teacher and as a coach is like, when you're under my so-called leadership, it's not even, oh, I'm a leader, I'm above you. It's like, hey, we're all together, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm here just to, to point you in the right direction, give you some direction. That's my job as a teacher, but I don't see myself as higher up, you know? Yeah. Because if you see yourself as higher up and everything like that, kids aren't going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the same with parents, you know? It's like if you parent, you see like, your kids are like way below you, you know, like you're, there's like a hierarchy, like as if, Hey, I'm, you know, like kind of up top, you know, or higher mm-hmm. up. It's just kids might not feel as comfortable to share those things. Yeah. And so I know they feel that with me. They don't feel like I'm way higher up than them. And so that's something that I take pride in. Again, that's why I have 40 kids that come in, hang out during lunchtime and they're going crazy. They're having fun because they can express themselves. Yeah. They can be themselves. And, there's no judgment. And so it's like, I love that judgment free. And I don't have to tell them that either. I don't have to say, Hey, this is a safe space. I don't have to say that. Mm. They know that. Yeah. I don't need to, because some people, Oh, this is a safe space and you know, everything else, whatever. It's like, okay, that's fine. But like, I want to live that out every Mm -hmm. day, you know, with the way that I go about my job with the example, right? The Kobe man, it's like that guy, he brings his energy. It's like, I bring my energy too, you know, in my own way. And it's like, that's like Kobe's an inspiration to me and to all of us, like to give it your all with however the way you go about doing it, do it. And it's like, for me, I'm doing the same thing as a teacher, man. There may be days I'm 70%, but I'm still giving it, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm still letting it go. I'm still preaching it out there, even though I don't have hardly anything. And a few kids, you know, might be dozing off, whatever, but I'm still delivering a message. I'm still spreading Mm -hmm. that positive energy in a way that will lift kids up. Yeah. So I just went off. I've I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it. It's it's all good. I've seen it when, um, with, uh, with like a lot of kids, especially last year when they would all come in and like, even like new kids that weren't even in this class, they just come in and they just kind of be here sometimes. And then it was kind of like, they just started liking being around for like with me when I was with like all my friends with like, uh, Aries, Brian, Chris, Rafa, all those guys, all those guys that come out. It was like dudes, man, like eight, nine of us. We, like a lot of them didn't even have your class, but just being around here feels super cool. Like they all felt really like in a really cool spot. And then when we'd come in and put the, like the champions league games on TV on the, yep. on the screen and stuff, like, that. it just, it just felt really cool. Like everyone just had a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, I feel, I feel like I have the inner riddle in me too. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I've got it in me down the inner riddle. I've got it in me. I've got it in me now. Do, um, Cause um, I mean, it's, it's, it's something I try to do a lot too. Um, which is kind of like help out help out the people below me now like people that are younger um yeah that's how i got into coaching last last um last yeah. year yeah you were varsity um, assistant yeah assistant coach and then i got the coaching spot for the kids mm-hmm. in rec and 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 that's something i've done like don't make them 
something me and Anthony have talked about before. It's like, don't make them look like we're above them just because we coach them. But obviously, they there's points where they have to listen and they have to work with us. But I think what the coolest thing about that is that they, since we're younger and like obviously the other coaches are like parents and stuff, and we, we're the much younger ones, we we can kind of relate to them a little more because we, we just recently, like a few years back, we were we were in their same age playing, like trying to get trying to get better and we've kind of seen that and so we can really like compare ourselves to them and kind of see what what they need to help them out and then yeah just be be the best example we can and and that's why they like it they like having they they like having us there they like having fun they like having a good time yeah they like us coaching them and then um we had um in drumline even now Mm -hmm. i i I, I don't really come like to come here a lot because um Obviously, I kind of let them do their own thing. I don't really like to go in there and start telling them what to do, but but even then, I just um I go in and and every once in a while, I just go in there and I'm just helping them out and just make them feel make them feel part of something that's really important. Making them feel part of the line, making them feel that I mean, you guys can go above and beyond if you guys are really committed to it. If you guys work 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 as best as you can, you guys are gonna be able to do a lot. And you know, the 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 biggest thing that I get is from soccer is making them better than what we were. You always want to aspire to make them better than what what one was. Yeah. For drumline same thing. I've I always wanted to make it better than the previous years. And so same thing now. I always tell them like I always tell whoever's in the line, whoever's leading the line, whoever's working with the line, it's like just just be better than what we were. It's it's always it's always that to be better than the last drumline. And that's really going to be really important to to succeed. So I mean that's really something I take in. Yeah, I, I use that a lot. I honestly, I honestly didn't really see it as much before, because I didn't didn't really have that. But I think just leaving the drumline that bit that I was gone, like a, a year ago exactly, and then coming back in March was like where I just I felt much better. Learning from soccer, learning from uh, in drama, I had a few th- a few things, but it was it was all mainly leadership stuff from you too. Just leadership, leadership, leadership. How do you be a better leader? How can you project your voice to other people? How how can you um, motivate them? And just it's just just preaching, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> just preaching. That's right. That's Deliver really a message, it. man. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, wow. Like that's all just solid, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you you always uh, set a good example yourself. You know, mm-hmm. that's one thing I notice. Uh, I know you talk about me and you know the influence that I have, but you know, like I said earlier in the start of the episode, off man, like you've influenced a lot of people yourself. You know, and you're gonna influence a lot of people with this. Uh, you know, podcast you got going on here, man. Um, I, I think uh, getting the word out, man, and, and just delivering it in the way that you do do mm-hmm. it. Like, again, I feel 100% comfortable here, and that's why I'm able to get my points out uh, solidly. It's like because of the environment that you create, too. Yeah. You know, you make people feel good. Um, there's no tension at all. It's tense-free. And so I think people that, you know, you're going to be leading, like, soccer or um, with the kids, you know, that you've been coaching, yeah. um, all that, man. Like, they, they, they want to be led by you. You know, they want to be – they want you to be their leader, you know, mm-hmm. um, they, they look forward to going to practice every day, you know, yeah. that's what I want. Like with my classroom, that's what I want with my, you know, the ball field baseball is like, I want people to look forward to being there, you yeah. know, not like, man, oh, we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to do that. This is gonna, this is gonna suck. And you know, that type of stuff. It's like, you know, kids don't really look forward to going to the ballpark or the, the classroom if, they, yeah. if that's what it is, you know, but if there's empowerment, you know, uh, which is what you're like and what what I'm like. Like kids will look forward to it, you know. The because because uh, that's how I lead, you know, or how I want to lead is through empowerment, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, not through a myriad of rules. You know, I'm an anti-rules guy. 
Um, I try to keep as limited amount of rules as possible is pretty much just be chill. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's as about as simple as yeah. it gets, you know, I'm pretty anti rules, man. I'm anti yeah. anti establishment kind of thing. So, you know, me, I go with the flow, but it's like, you know, they want to be led by someone who's going to empower, you know, so who empowers people. You don't have to have rules to keep kids under control or to keep people under control. Mm-hmm. If you empower them, you don't have to have rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can empower your kids and like lead them in a positive way every day, you don't have to have 25 rules of, Hey, sit down when the teacher's talking or this and that, you know, if you mm-hmm. empower kids, you don't need to have a set of rules, you know, yeah. something that they can follow or they want to follow. So life lessons and the structure of my class, they want to follow. So I don't have to have rules like, Oh, do this or do that. You mm-hmm. know? And that's this, that's a metaphor for life, man. Like when you go out and you're leading things, you don't have to have a myriad of rules. You can just yeah. have a empowerment, like lead your kids in a way that, push them in the right direction, like give them structure still. It's not like, oh, don't have structure. Obviously you want to have structure in your practice every 20 minutes, every 30 minutes or so doing mm-hmm. this and doing that. Like, yeah, you got to have structure, but you don't need to have a myriad of rules just to control your kids or to keep them in line and all the stuff that people say that coaches have to do. Yeah, then I'm not bashing kid t- uh, teachers or people that are uh, coaches that do that. You know, if they have rules, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but for me, like I'm, I'm like Joe Madden. I, I, you know, he's a coach for the uh, was the coach for Chicago Cubs. Now he's for the Angels. Mm-hmm. If you want to say like, oh, what type of guys he like? That's pretty much how I am. I'm kind of uh, just to go with the flow. I'm, I'm wearing my hoodies, you know, and you know, I've always been like <laughs> yeah, that. You yeah. know, sandals and mm-hmm. you know, board shorts, kind of the dude. I'm, I'm the dude, you know. Yeah, but, but be a good dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Be a good dude. Empower. Lead through empowerment. You don't need to lead through being a disciplinarian or a dictator. You know, yeah. it's not dictating. It's, it's empowering. You know. So that's another point I hope uh, people listening can see the good in is uh, yeah. you don't need to be a dictator as a leader. You know, you don't have to lead by force. You know, you need to force things or, or try to try to do too much. But, you know, yeah, be someone that they can look up to mm-hmm. and then you won't have to do all these rules. Yeah. Also, um, another big thing was like, obviously, um, like we talked about just a bit ago was um, like talking to people when they've gone through tough times and stuff. It's something that I've learned, too, when it's come to like when it's come to like all these like people having problems and stuff and and obviously sometimes they do come to me and they have talked to me a lot of friends and stuff about different things and I've tried to do my best to talk to them but for you what is what is something you could really say I mean because I I do know obviously the majority of the people that listen to this are probably kids high school kids some college kids a few grown-ups but like what's the biggest thing you yourself would tell someone who's going through a tough time like whether it's family stuff or school stuff or work like what's something you can really tell them that Mm -hmm. will make them feel better yeah totally man uh the first thing is kind of like what i told you about you know how um you know it's all meant for good you know it's Mm -hmm. all meant for good and uh so i try my best to uh you know for one like if somebody were to go to me you know i would i would hear them out you know so the other thing too is you need to hear yourself out realize you're going through stuff Mm -hmm. that it's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows man like this life is going to be filled with tragic moments right we're still recovering from kobe man like i'm still feeling that right now you know Mm -hmm. i was feeling that when i was talking to my kids today it was tough you know but you still try to deliver that empowering message but you have to like accept that hey like i'm going through tough times i'm going through tough times it's perfectly understandable it's perfectly normal don't judge yourself you know because sometimes people judge themselves like oh you know why is this happening to me or oh this sucks or they don't see the reason behind it, you know, mm-hmm. and it could be tough to see right. It could be tough to identify like, you know, why you're going through what you're going through. It might just seem like a random occurrence, but for me, like I choose to believe in, you know, the fact that like these events that, you know, are negative or bad, tough times that you might be going through, it's meant to help shape you, you know, it's mm-hmm. meant to help uh, mold you into who you're going to become. Like it's going to build character. It's going to div- make you into a better person, you know? So the Kobe Bryant situation yesterday, the, the passing, 
is going to make a lot of people better. It's already made me better. I'll tell you that. Mm. And it's made you right with this yeah. podcast the next day we're doing this. It's like, that's, that's something that tragedy or, or tough times can lead you to the much better, you know, um, the better days are yet to come. You, you know? grow from it. Exactly. You grow from it, man. That is a hundred percent. You grow from what you go through, right? Grow mm-hmm. through, grow through what you go through. Use that to help grow you and to turn you into more of a man, right? Or more of a woman, you know? Um, and so that's something that, uh, we have to go through, right? We got to go through growing pains. You know, we got to go through adversity, mm-hmm. you know, um, adversity. If you don't have adversity, you know, you don't really have much to be honest. If you don't have adverse tough times, like, you know, um, you're not going to grow much, you mm-hmm. know, you're just going to, everything's going great. And then when something bad happens, then you like, Oh crap, I haven't gone through anything bad. So it sucks. Right. That's the thing about teams, right? You play, play ball clubs, right? Teams that just, you know, go 52 and Oh, you know, uh, you know, the Patriots, right? They lost the last game of the season. They went 18-0, and 0, and then they lost the last game of the season. They didn't go through hardly any adversity. You know, they didn't go through much tough times. So when you do go through adversity, though, those teams that are, you know, 13-5 and five or whatever, and they're, they're going to the last game of the season, they're ready because they've gone through adversity. Mm-hmm. You will be ready because you went through the tough time. You know, use that tough time to help prepare you and get you ready for what's to come, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you got to just, you got to pick it up. You know, you got to pick it up. You got to... You know, uh, grab the bull by the horns and em- embrace that tough time. Yeah. You know, you have to see the good in that moment, even though it sucks in that in that given time. I went through a lot of t- bad moments, uh, you know, as a baseball player, man. I can talk about so many times where I went 0 for 15, 0 for 20, and I was striking out. I couldn't hit the ball, you know, and so mm-hmm. I was just failing, 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 failing. And at that time, I didn't see the good. And I wish I kind of had somebody like me that can help push me in that right direction. Mm-hmm. But I kind of had to remind myself, hey, like, you're good, dude, like, this moments, these moments are not going to define who you are. The adversity, the the tough times is not going to stick with you forever. You know, uh, you know, that's the thing, thing I try to uh, remind like, the people that I coach, you know, is like tough times, they're not going to last, you know, yeah. but tough people do. Right. So tough times aren't going to last. So that time you're going through, it's going to be gone. You know, two days from now, a year from now, a few months from now, whatever, it's going to be gone. Like that's going to be gone from you eventually, you know, so that tough time will, will get out, you know, eventually, yeah. uh, leave itself behind but tough people tough people are going to be able to overcome you know mm-hmm. tough times don't last but tough people do so my my encouragement is to find find yourself from within you know like the, you allow that that situation going on in you to help shape you allow that to mold you into who you're going to become realize you're going to become a better person because of it mm-hmm. and that's what again like what we can use is uh, again the reference of kobe right like use that to help shape you and yeah. I think the world has already used this event to help shape them and to give them a better perspective on life. So that tough times will help be- give you a better perspective and it'll make things more polished. It'll make things more clear and realize that that was meant for good. And that's what I told you, you know, yeah, last yeah, year is that yeah. it's all meant for good, man. It's mm-hmm. all meant for good. There is a purpose. Find that purpose from within. I would always share that stuff with you. And it was in that office and I would let that go at you because I knew that you're letting this stuff affect you. Yeah. You're letting this stuff affect you in a negative way, but I need to help share that with you to let you know, Hey, Use that to shape you. Mm-hmm. Use that moment. Like that's going to be something that you can use in life later on. Hey, I went through this before, and you can help that person out that went through that too. So there is a reason why you go mm-hmm. through that. So so allow it allow it to grow you. Don't allow it to deter you. You know, yeah. um, and and make a make 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 a desire like in your mind and your heart to realize that hey, like this is this is all meant for good. But it can be tough, man. Yeah. I, I can say all the stuff. I can chuck it out there like I have, and 
you know, it's hard to go through things, right? Like losing a family member, you know, like I said with Kobe and his wife, man, like I can't imagine, you know, like what, what it is that they go through. And mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be able to say these things to her, you know, yeah. um, I wouldn't, I'd have to just sit there and listen, you know? So sometimes we just have to listen to yeah. and listen to ourselves, listen to our minds, like allow ourselves to find that inner peace, you know, seek that inner peace, whatever it may be, you know, try to find that escape. And yeah. I have to escape all the time, man. I'm again, I'm always at coffee shops. I'm in Santa Cruz a lot. I go escape, man. So sometimes for people going through tough times, get out, you know, go out and escape somewhere, like get mm-hmm. away from society, you know, go hang out in the woods, man. I know it sounds, <laughs> you know, hippie ish, but anyway, yeah. you know, yeah, go hang out, like do your thing, you know, like, like get away from reality, you know? And, uh, so sometimes we got to escape reality. So those are some encouragements, uh, for some of you guys going through tough times, like find a way to escape reality and, and try to find a reason for why it's happening mm-hmm. and realize that it's all meant for good, you know? So that's my uh, encouragement there for a kid that's going through tough times. So many other things, but I'll just kind of leave it at that, you know, because I could preach about another bunch of ch- <laughs> chuck a bunch of other stuff out there for a while. So, oh well, just I'm just getting news that the um, the Clippers Lakers game has been postponed. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. It's postponed. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. Dang. Yeah, it's uh understandable. You know, yeah. understandable that a a game like that would be uh, postponed. You know, for sure. I mean, we're still all kind of just in shock and mm-hmm. still wondering, you know, that's why we're talking about it on this, uh, the show here. Yeah. But it's like, man, dude, I mean, I, I just, it's really impacted the whole world, you know, and yeah. again, obviously the NBA just making that decision. It's like, wow. I mean, this mm-hmm. is such a, a moment that, uh, is just, it's unfathomable, right? It's hard to understand, you know? So I say all that stuff like, Oh, it's all meant for good and all this yeah. reason stuff. It's like, man, like Kobe's gone, you know? So like, yeah. how do we, how do we move on you know how, how does carlos move on or a great kobe fan move on you know mm-hmm. a guy like me move on a, a new newly found uh, laker fan how do you move on from something like this it's it's mm-hmm. again i don't have all the answers yeah. you know i can say all that stuff about how to encounter tough times but i'm here to provide encouragement but other yeah. than that man like i said we got to find it within yeah. you know it's from within we got to find ourselves within to be able to move on from things mm-hmm. i don't have all the answers you don't have all the answers yeah. anybody else in life doesn't have all the answers but you know it's really just you know um Something that yeah we got to find from within. No, yeah, I've 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 had a few friends who've uh I've had a few friends who've uh, um who've talked to me about mm-hmm. different situations and stuff and been like they they, they usually um they've talked to me about advice and stuff and and that's something I really have brought out a lot. I compare that I compare what what you've told me the the problem I had with kind of them mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah, you know I went through this and that and I mean there's always going to be something positive over from a negative. Mm-hmm. You can. You can have a losing streak. You can lose every single game in a team, but you learn from it. You're going to learn. You're going to learn what you did wrong. You're going to learn what you did good. You're going to learn how to be a better team, how to be a better player, how to be a better coach. And it's something that you can project and work on till next season and then do better. For me, it's it was like the um, my soccer season, nine games. We went, we, we, we won some, we lost some, but you learn from it. And I think this whole year that I've that I haven't been coaching, I've studied more and more the game from actual like professional coaches, their ideas, what they do, um, and then kind of put some of that into into what I do, and then kind of just go back and forth. I watch a lot of soccer too, so I just kind of do a lot of just study, 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 and then I put it all together, and I just create create a, a new philosophy that I'm. I will eventually use once I start coaching again, and it's something you learn from every, every everything, yeah. from the the, the the thing you told me, mm-hmm. the thing you told me that day. Um, yeah. It's something that 
it's something that, well, you know, I saw the whole bad thing that went down. I saw, you know, how tough it was and I saw everything. But that definitely was meant to happen for a reason because I, I obviously, I obviously left, I left the line and I left all that. But if I would have not left that I probably would have been, it probably would have been a horrible year for me. Like I would have not been able to do anything mm-hmm. and get all like, I would have been uh, just uh, personally for me, I would have been a really bad leader. I mean, I was already a bad leader at the beginning. Yeah. I was already feeling, I was already pretty bad with my leading and stuff. That was your first ride, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, that was me, my first year teaching. So mm-hmm. don't even worry, man. Yeah. And, and, and it really just came down to like, okay, you know, um, I didn't think about coming back, but I, I knew that it was there. So I definitely worked, kept working on myself. Um, I, like, you know, I came back to, I went into soccer, I went into drama. And just those little things were kind of helping me. And then what you were talking to me, you know, it was like almost every week we sit in, we we sit down, talk, 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 and just all those stuff put together. It was making me think a different way. And just okay, yeah, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be better here. I need to be better there. And I just kept doing little things without even knowing I'd be back. And yeah. it was never in my mind to come back. I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. I just kept working on my stuff here, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then another thing, if you remember, was with the other friend I had. If you remember the whole situation I had with the other friend, mm-hmm. um, which was tough because it's a friend. Yeah. And it's going through a tough time, and you really wish you can help him out. But, you know, things happen. Yeah. Some people might not fully, like you said, not fully believe what, what's done. But, yeah. I mean, you can't do much after that. You can't really keep yeah. trying to talk to them, right. trying to motivate them. If they're just kind of used to being in one spot and just kind of not willing to... Yeah. look outside of the box but right um that's yeah. something that's something i really focused a lot on when i came back i i i, I felt way much better than i did the first time mm-hmm. and then with the with the with the friend it was kind of like I, I still try to talk to him yeah. try to be supportive try to be helpful yeah and i did the best i could mm-hmm. until, until the last day of school i did yeah. the best i could right this is this is all i could give you this is all the help i could i have for you and if you take it that's great Mm-hmm. If not, then, you know, it's kind of on you, but yeah, hundred percent, you know, you can't, uh, yeah, force a horse to drink water. You know, you can't sit there and, uh, you know, you can empower kids, uh, people, friends, family, anybody, yeah. you know, but not everybody's going to see things, you know, the way that you see them, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what I realized as a teacher is like, not everybody's going to be gung ho about, you know, life lessons or about, a uh, you know, learning about this or learning about that from whatever perspective, your perspective, um, people are always going to react in the way that they do. And the mm-hmm. only thing we control is our, our message. You know, yeah. you control your message. You gave them a good message. I know you t- shared that with me, you know, last year you gave all you had to give, you know? And so mm-hmm. you have peace of mind knowing that you gave your all, you know, mm-hmm. that's a uh, Kobe every night playing basketball, man, gave it, left it all out in the field on the court, yeah. you know? And that's with baseball too. You leave it all out in the field and, and, uh, and that's what we do as, as people, right? We, we do everything we can to help those that we care about or people that we, you know, don't know as much about. You still try to give them that message that will help them out because mm-hmm. we all don't know what everything everybody's going through. Yeah. You know, we all um, have things that you know we're fighting every day, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you can see it wear worn on people. Other people, it's like you know they look like they're gung ho, happy, and everything, and yet they're fighting a war inside that we have no yep. idea of. You know, and so that's what I try to do as a teacher is show empathy by the way that I react to somebody. So mm-hmm. if somebody's doing stuff that I don't want them to do, I'm not going to sit there and judge them and to go haywire on them and go nuts because 
because I know that they're probably going through something mm-hmm. that I have no idea of and, and they might not be comfortable enough to share it or they might not just want to. They might feel shamed about it, what they're yeah. going through. So they might not share that with a family member or me or anybody else. And the, again, we're all fighting battles, you know, mm-hmm. we're totally fighting battles. And again, like I said, sometimes you got to go to the woods, you know, you got to go to a coffee shop. You got to go somewhere where you can yeah. escape and get your mind off of uh, those things and just understand that, hey, like it is all meant for good. Yeah. But I still deal with suffering every day like anybody else. We all deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we're just all here to help one another yeah. out and just share that message of, uh, of lifting people up rather yeah. than bringing people down if they don't see things. That, that, that thing you say about um, going out and doing something, that's actually very true because I actually, um, right, after, right after I graduated high school, um, I knew I was going to get into college and stuff, but there was like a a, a lot of stuff you got to think about, a lot of planning you got to do and everything. And one of the things, like, especially after high school, after all the work and all the crap I went through the last weeks to mm-hmm. just to graduate. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, all right, now I need to get away from something. Yep. So that's that literally, um, what was it? I think the week after or two weeks after graduation is when we went to L.A. to the soccer game. That's, yeah. That was something really cool because it was just kind of like going out, doing something special and um d- doing it with like something i love yeah. something that you that i really love which is soccer and mm-hmm. just going out and seeing a mexico game yeah having a good time enjoying it it's just like it, yeah. it, 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 it felt really good yeah it felt really good and then you absolutely know, i came back home and i was like oh man i, I don't want to be here yeah. but it, it just it just felt good being there for that time then absolutely no that's wow yeah i, mean, I remember it's refreshing. You, you sent you refreshing yeah. yeah absolutely um you know i i like that because uh you you sent me a pictures i remember mm-hmm. of uh you know how crazy yeah. or the videos of how crazy they are and i remember like how much passion you know the yeah. fans have out there man i was like and then i remember like when i went to the dominican republic you know i went there uh you know and uh different than you know mexico but you know their passion for sports you know mm-hmm. uh, latin america it's just like wow like how much they take pride in athletics yeah. you know sports in general mm-hmm. and uh, so i went to a baseball game and man it was the loudest i've ever heard anything and mm-hmm. I share that because it's like, you know, there's so much passion, you know, that they yeah. have uh, for going to a game, even if it's like 10,000 people, you know, and one guy gets a base hit and everybody's going crazy. And then when you showed me like a picture of somebody scoring a goal or something and everybody's going nuts, you know, and it was like, wow, like there's a lot of passion. There, and, and, you know? and and that's only L.A. Right. No, that was only, LA, that's yeah. only L.A. Now, go, going to like a going to like the actual Azteca in Mexico. Oh, yeah. This, this, and a, yeah. Like a Club America final or a, a Mexico game there. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. There's just so much passion, man. I just, I just, man, I just look at Latin American sports. It's like, dude, they got so much more passion. I feel like than a lot of American sports, you know? Yeah, it it definitely, but yeah, that's like, that's something that really clears your mind off of stuff. You don't, you don't, you don't stress out. You just, you just go have a good time. Enjoy the game. Yeah. Just enjoy, enjoy what you like, whether people who like music, obviously go to a concert. Yeah. People who like, uh, you know, um, like I, I know a lot of people like anime. Yeah, anime. It's just escape, watching it. Yeah, uh, escape, sure. A lot, a lot of people who like video games. Yeah, just playing video games. That's just going right out and just gaming the whole time. Yeah, makes you feel better. Sports, going to a sports thing, just or even yeah. just going home watching a sports game, something. It, it just clears your mind off of everything. Yeah. Um. Totally. Running, for example, Carlos running. Yeah. He he uses that as um something to kind of clear his mind off when yeah. if there's something going on, he just runs and. Yeah, cleared his mind off. That's awesome. So yeah, that's that's, that's really great. something really motivational. Um, totally, dude. Yeah, do I, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think the biggest uh, thing, you know, like like uh, you know, like I said, we talked about like the question about going through tough times, right? Mm-hmm. We got to find that like liberation, you know, yeah. so, like freedom, you know, from like society or whatever it is we're going through. So like, like I said, for me, going to the woods or like you know, watching a game or something like that. But 
you know, yeah, I remember like, you know, talking to our kids today, like I had a liberating feeling, you know, like at the end of class, mm -hmm. my first period, man, just, just a great class. And I remember like, it was just, everything went like just pristine and perfect. And it's like usually Monday first period, it's like, oh shoot, I gotta get everything ready. And it's like, you know, get everything yeah. loaded up, but it went all pr perfectly smooth, pristine. And so I remember thanking the kids, you know, I told them, I was like, Hey, thank you guys. Like, I appreciate you guys seeing the good in this. Cause I saw kids like were hit by, mm -hmm. you know, the life lesson and just, we went over and, quiz. And, and, and that's, that that's something they don't get any other class. Right, they don't. Really, yeah, it's, it's that vision, you know, that that uh, passion or that that life yeah. lesson. Yeah, and this is this is a history class, and right. it's crazy how people people go to like uh, mm -hmm. people have math, yeah. English, uh, their electives. Yeah, um, some people will probably still have like P or something, and nobody and it it, it probably is mentioned here and there, but it's not like it's not crazy. Like it's not a whole big thing, mm -hmm. and then they come here where it's history. Mm -hmm. But the first thing you really go out and you really show them is something motivational. So that's like the biggest thing. So it's crazy. Yeah. I definitely think it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's nice that it's nice that you have that because people can come out over here and, mm -hmm. and be able to watch like something that motivational, something that really speaks out to them, something that they like, and then they could just, um, yeah, bring it with them. Yeah. Well, and then you just carry it with you. It's just something you can, I mean, for me, some of the videos, not all of them, but some yeah, of them, some, yeah. some of them that I, I really saw is like, I went, I went and I, 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 it came back to me and I just like, I would just, I would just think about it like, man, that was actually really motivational. It's something very inspiring and it makes, it, it makes you a better, better person. Just, exactly. just the biggest thing is just learning from people, just yeah. learning from others, learning from, especially from older people yeah. that have gone through it, just kind of learning from them and, and just, mm -hmm. it, 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 it prepares you and it makes you a better person. Exactly. And, um, you yeah. you kind of gain a lot of skills, leadership skills, uh, yeah. behavior, respect, mm -hmm. discipline, yeah, motivation, motivation, you know. everything. You yeah. kind of get a lot of yeah, get your of everything, get yeah. your mind thinking about your vision. You know, it's like, and like you said, it made you a better person. You mm -hmm. know, and that's like my job as a teacher. Like it's not like people think, oh, you got to teach them the textbook or yeah. teach them the all these other things and like, you know, all that stuff, like people are going to forget years down mm -hmm. the road, man, yeah. five, 10 years from now, even your college teachers, you're not gonna remember what they said. That's me, yeah. man. I don't remember what my college teacher said. I remember my time studying, doing my own thing, mm -hmm. like putting my work in, you know, that I needed to rather than what a teacher told me to do. But one thing you do remember about uh, your leaders or, or teachers or professors or people around you is the way that they went about it. You know, like yeah. how did they, how did they lead? How did they run? Uh, their show, you know, and it's like with me, like I wanted to know that, hey, I care about you as a human being, mm -hmm. you know, I care about you as a person. If I don't care about you as a person, it's, hey, get this done and that's it, you know. But for me, I want you to see the bigger picture, mm -hmm. you know. That's my goal. That was my desire yeah. when I was, you know, teaching those life lessons. And, mm -hmm. and again, sometimes it get tedious. I understand, you know, because it's every day. And, mm -hmm. you know, back in, yeah, last year, it was, you know, Monday through Friday. It was just one day, six periods a day, seven yeah. periods a day. So it, it could feel tedious. I get that. But, you know, again, my goal was to make you a better person, yeah. you know, make you a better individual and, and get you thinking about your vision. You know, hey, I want to mm -hmm. be a soccer player. Hey, I want to you know, run my own podcast sometime, you know, whatever vision it is, it can be big or small. Like mm -hmm. this is a vision right here. Like you said, you had it a month ago, yeah. right. To be, to start this up. And I'm, again, I'm blessed to be a part of this, you know, for, for this uh, first episode, you know, <laughs> and it's like, or for this, this uh, fourth, fifth episode, whatever we're on, it's like, that's a blessing in and of itself, but we all have visions, you know, but I want kids to be thinking about their yeah. vision. Think about their dream. Think about their passion because they're not thinking about that enough. They're yeah. really not. Like I said, they're not getting that in the other classes. They're not getting that when they come home, you know? Yeah. A lot, a lot of kids that I know of, um, you get out of high school and you're just like, now what? What, 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 what now? What do I do? School? Right. Do I just work? A lot, and a lot of people that are even in, in college 
they they even right now they still don't even know what they want to do they want to take a year to kind of work on their other stuff but just kind of still think about it which is tough mm-hmm. and what you said was is definitely definitely true that's why that's why I, I i just love this class a lot because every everywhere else you don't have this this is it's 100 percent true every every other class that i've been in whether it's I think the closest one to it was music, but not really that much. It was close, but it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. But all these other classes, you go there, they teach you something. Okay, cool, you get it. You do it. You do an assignment. You do homework for it. You forget about it. Yep. I don't remember what I did in chemistry last year. Right. I don't remember what I did in um, in math in in English. Exactly. Um, I don't remember what I did in all my other classes. Um, but it really comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Just those words of encouragement motivation that i take and it was like man that really really kind of opened my eyes yeah 100 percent. you 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 started telling me you, you well you started showing when i started really seeing the um all the um what they call life lessons mm-hmm. it was a junior year right yeah to this day i still know some to this day i to this day i still remember some of the most important parts yeah. of it have a vision yeah have, you know have yeah. the process for the vision and yeah like i said it's all meant for good all those things yeah just last, little last phrases, year little phrases. last, last yeah. year last year you told me about that and that's probably one of the biggest things i took from my whole senior year that's one of the only things that i have mm-hmm. i still remember it i still try to talk about it i still really 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 have it in my head and yeah. it's it's something that I obviously will never forget. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. That's that's uh, something I really appreciate. You know that you saw the good in it. You know, mm-hmm. and I got quite a few kids that do see the good, and it's like, yeah, that's uh, as a teacher, man. Like that's what mm-hmm. you want. You want to give someone something that they can take with them forever. You know, yeah. knowing that your influence goes into their lineage. You know, their family life as they get, develop a family later mm-hmm. on in life. You know, like they're gonna carry those lessons on. You yeah. Know? Again, those history lessons, those English lessons, those math lessons about you know. Um, y equals M plus B and all that, they're not going to mm-hmm. remember that because I don't. I don't. Yeah, like, me I neither. And I was a good kid. I was a 3.5 yeah. student. I did good. And, you know, I, I had a great, good uh, career as a, as a student, mm-hmm. you know. But what I do remember is that the way that the people deliver their message, you know, the way that Mr. Lenick, shout out to Mr. Lenick, great teacher uh, from Centennial High School, Bakersfield. He's the one that kind of helped me, you know, find this desire, this passion, this vision to become a teacher, mm-hmm. become an influencer of a community. You know, that's really the biggest vision for me is just help yeah. change your community for better. And I know that I have done that with you, you know, help make a community better through yeah. influencing you for good. That's one kid in the community, you know, and it's like that made the community better with one kid, yeah. you know. And then there's other kids, too, that I may not know of that I influenced because they were so quiet in the classroom. Mm-hmm. It's like I know I reached out to that kid. I gave them a message. I gave them a vision. And I, I gave them energy, you know, that mm-hmm. pushed it to them, made it about them, not about myself. But, hey, I want to help you guys move on to better yeah. things. And that's where you're at right now, you know. Alvaro is like, you're moving on to better things. Like, you're at CSU and mm-hmm. and you're pursuing your vision, your passion, you know. It's I leveled like, up. You leveled up, man. You're to the next level, brother. And so <laughs> I love it, man. I love yeah. it, you know. And it, it's just I'm oh. glad to be part of that. It's a privilege. If there was one, like one, like I know you got a lot of motivation stuff from different videos, but if there was one big like the biggest greatest motivation you could give mm-hmm. uh a high school student like just one what would it be yeah man wow so if there's one so if there's just, one yeah, just one just one in general one one in general man uh geez uh the first thing that comes to mind is keep the faith you mm-hmm. know um, keep the faith. Um, we all have faith in different ways, you know, yeah. uh, faith in our dream, right? Faith in God, some people religious, uh, faith in nature, faith yeah. in something that's bigger than you, you know? So have faith in something or someone that's bigger than yourself, you know? So believe in something, uh, and keep that belief, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tested. You know, you're going to be tested every day, you know? 
um, you know, but allow your faith to, to keep going, you know, yeah. because that's what keeps us all going is our belief from within us, is our spirit, our heart, our mind, our soul, and, uh, and find something that you can just keep believing, man, keep that faith, and, uh, and that'll keep us going through the tough times. Cool. That's lit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, I'm all that's about that lot. being lit, man, yeah. for sure. Um, I do know the bells about to ring in a bit, but, um, I mean, that kind of concludes it, but we, we do have a second part, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, down. I'm down if you want to do a part two. Friday, I'm totally good Friday, with it. we'll see if we can. We'll, we'll. I mean, yeah, we're both free, so we'll, we'll get together again and, and and do a part two. I think there's still a good amount of stuff we need to talk about. Oh yeah, probably, probably throughout the week we're gonna we're gonna get something new to talk about. So oh yeah, part good two stuff. will be coming soon. So I, it's, it's not, I can't really say this whole thing is over yet because mm-hmm. we'll be back. We'll be back on it. Maybe a shorter one, but we'll be back on it for sure. Yeah, totally, man. But I'm yeah, totally man. good with it. Oh, we still need to talk about baseball. We need oh, yeah. to get more into it with soccer. We need to talk about yep. football. We need to talk about. We still got a few little things to talk about. Before. Life, 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 man. There's, that's a oh, lot. Yeah, we got a lot to cover, man. Dude. And uh, this is just the beginning. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, absolutely. um, we get back together on Friday and and record the second part of the podcast. Awesome, man. That's well, lit, man. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, well, thank you for having. Yeah, me. yeah, for sure. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um. Yeah, we'll definitely be back on Friday for the second part. So, hope you guys have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.